0: American
1: dream. American. Midnight Rider. Dream. What do you think the mid, What do you think a better theme song was? Him, He's just a common, common man. man. He's a coming man. Working for the man. In the man. I
0: love that song.
1: <laughs> it's a very good song. I don't American. understand why it wasn't a real hit. Oh, we're doing Virgil Runnels.
0: Hey, everybody! Let's talk about a man who wore so many fur coats in the '80s, even though he lived in the Southern United States. He is the most egotistical man ever involved in wrestling. Really? I would consider yes. Really? He's the only man I who is regular regularly talks about himself in the third person.
1: He's more of an egotist than Hogan.
0: Hulk Hogan does not and. Everyone talks about this. How he would walk around being like, especially in the '80s, the height of it, where he'd be like, "Let me tell you, brother, you're working with the greatest, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes." Ha ha. Like, <laughs> I would say he's on Hogan level.
1: I don't believe it, but he lost a, people.
0: He lost to people, yes. But then in the he, but he manipulated things to make sure that he always was very near the top. He was running companies constantly, making sure that he was portrayed very, very strong constantly telling crazy lies like what when magnum ta got into a car crash and everyone in the nwa has written about this in their various books fucking dusty walked around telling the story of how he's like we're talking to cut Russell baby to do the uh, tbs oh yeah yeah movie but if he can't do it, Sylvester Stallone will do it. Sally Field's going to play his wife, baby. And then when uh, Goldust debuted in the Fed, and he was really against it at first, but then I got traction. He was like, Madonna calls my my son all the time. Now He want, she wants advice on how to be bizarre. He's the bizarre one.
1: <laughs> that must have been a very weird one for him, for his son, like, be gifted i mean we're gonna talk we're talking about gold dust now on a dusty roads episode Yeah, but, but it's
0: a very important moment because eh? he didn't like it at first he thought it of was disrespectful not. especially because it was the colors vince the doesn't like black like and white like vince
1: does not or gold and like.
0: black like it's clear that he was sending a bit of a message to dusty just yeah, like of course just so you know you ye yeah like the thing is like fuck me like virgil virgil is a dig at dusty roads
1: yeah that's man. a weird thing where it's like and then they make him vincent in the because WCVU. because now he's the guy that the companies use to make fun of each other
0: yeah and then he becomes shane briefly when he's with the west texas rec next, but then they change it to curly bill <laughs> like, yeah, it's funnier because he's bald
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because he's black and he likes country music <laughs> ah he tucks his shirt in what a fucking wiener <laughs> Tuck uh, your shirt into jeans, you little
0: bitch. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Um, he was a fat man. <laughs> Good <laughs> night, everybody. Uh, he's from uh, West Texas.
1: Uh, he people. was a main draw. Like he was the gu- he was like the only in the seventies. Not the only, but one of the huge kind of like. He was a massive draw in Florida. He was was, but he was also a massive draw in like. He would draw also in New York, which was huge.
0: Well, the reason why is in those days Florida and New York had a big working relationship because those were the big two territories you'd always want to work because New York because you get all the media attention, that's where all the magazines were. And Florida because of it was everything was really really close and the weather was amazing and it was a shit ton of money. Yeah because and this is uh, I read about this in Shirty interviews and stuff like that because the thing with Florida is Florida at that time in the 70s was this weird mix of agrarian and cosmopolitan it was all these sort of big cities on the coast because of all of the ports and stuff like that but they were still all just orange plantations and farms and stuff like that because it was such perfect cropland and it was before the um Al-Agar- population had exploded and destroyed a lot of the farmland so it was an amazing amazing state and a beautiful mix of an audience so dusty was one of the first people he learned under eddie graham and mike graham um and people people booker? might not people might not know this but if i'm
1: assuming if you're a seasoned rosslin fan you probably do but he was a heel for a long time yes with uh dick murdoch and turned faced as like a baby face like as far as like turned face as a sorry a badass baby face like because he was like it was the whole thing of, like, you know I can be bad. Like, I'm having fun, but you can turn it on, and he like, I'm a bad man. Just don't cross me.
2: Yeah,
0: don't fuck with me or off.
1: Don't fuck with me even though I look like your nana. um Don't fuck with me. And he's really, like, the last... Not the last it's one, also, but, but, it's but also- probably the last huge draw in wrestling who didn't look like Vince McMahon's boner.
0: No, it was also thing to point out... Well- The thing with him is being part of the Texas Outlaws, which was the tag team, which that was Japan, and that was in the North. He never did the Dick uh, Dick Murdoch stuff in the South. Yeah. So he was a big, bad heel up there Mm -hmm. and was always considered that up until he went back to New York to work for Vince. But he was in Florida. He debuted as the American Dream, and it was that big sort of thing. And it was because of his body he was given that gimmick because it was the idea of like this big, fat, Country bag of shit. Yeah, is so charismatic. He too could also be um, uh, a wrestling champion. It was also apparently partly because in Florida, Jackie Gleason was super popular, so they got someone who kind of had his body. Was one of the conspiracy theories because that's where the honeymooners was taped. Yeah, was in Miami, Florida, because Jackie Gleason was so famous. He liked to golf, and Florida in those days was the best. Yeah, you can only
1: be famous if you're famous. That's the only way you can golf. Is in Florida? No, I just mean you said he was so famous he liked golf.
0: He was so famous that, and he he really liked golf that he made them shoot the honeymooners in Florida, <laughs> not in New York. They had to build a studio. That's that so. That was the funny. other thing is that Florida Championship Wrestling had all this equipment left over because they had the honeymooners had to come down and they had to build all this equipment, but they only shot twelve or thirteen episodes a year for yeah. like the two years that they did it. So it was all left over which fucking um Oh no, I want
1: to correct you on that. I want to do this. they t- they shot so many honeymooners. They shot like 30 episodes in a season.
0: No, it was less than that. No, it's like 30. Is it true? Yeah.
1: Like cuz there was only 2 years but they have like 60 episodes. That's I why everyone was like the Honeymooners lasted 2 years, but dear god, look how many episodes there are.
0: I thought it was way I I'm of course talking about the Black Honeymooners. Um
1: the Black Honeymooners.
2: What? Cause you,
1: there's two honeymoon. There's two times the. There's two honeymooners. Yeah. The the other. Oh my God! I have the birthday. Same birthday as uh, Dusty Rose. That's. Pretty Do you neat. fucking really? Yeah. Two dreams same day, baby. Same day. Um. Yeah. But the thing is, he was a. At first, he was a, a ba- he was a baseball player and he wasn't fat and then he got super fat.
0: So this was a football player grew up in the same town as uh. Um, or grew up very near the funks also went to west texas university the amount of people that became wrestlers out of coming out of that ted dibiase tito santana dusty Rhodes, terry funk dory funk jr can't think who else but there's a fucking like a giant ass list yeah he's uh
1: i mean if you look at if you look at dusty uh his whole career obviously he was fantastic he was fantastic. The weird thing is he does a lot of his work like his best work uh is before eighties wrestling and before like syndication of wrestling. so he kind of comes in like if you think of Hogan and Flair being the the stars of wrestling as it's becoming syndicated yes. a national product and they he's also- the last like big he's regional the, star,
0: yeah. But and that was also one of the big problems with him earlier in his career is that the NWA, for, I assume most of you know this, but the NWA is done by committee. And so Florida and New York always wanted Dusty to be champion because for them he was fucking massive. But he didn't work in every market and he also couldn't work with everybody. The reason why Flair kept getting the belt back, especially in the early years, is because Flair could literally walk in and have an hour-long convincing match with a fucking junkyard dog who I love had five moves. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes couldn't do that. Dusty Rhodes and the Junkyard Dog—that's going to be a shitty match. Well, the other thing about uh, yeah, because you can't
1: have if you're doing the like this guy's the champion, but we need our big star to come off like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of do have to have the flare heel champion, where it's like, oh, he runs away every time.
0: Yeah, he and that was the one of the downfalls of the NWO is that the champion wasn't perceived str- as strong. Because if you look at Hulk Hogan, who's literally like, "How did Hulk Hogan win that match? Oh, against that literal storm come to life, he leg dropped him. Yeah, boot leg drop. America happened. Yeah,
1: nighty night, bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, i was, da- but here's the other thing: Dusty Rose, not that exciting of a wrestler in the ring, not at all. Very boring. Very fat. <laughs> and he- we're talking about in the. This is Jiggly July. We've seen some rough shirtless bodies in this month. Yeah. His is the most scarred. No, but oddly together. What? Oddly like together too?
1: I guess. Like he didn't have. Here's the thing. He wasn't. He was symmetrical. fucked. Yeah. No. He's as long as you're spherical as a fat guy. No one cares. You just can't be like lumpy.
0: He's lumpy.
1: He's lumpy, but he's very spherical.
0: He's spherical, but once he gets to the Fed, he is so lumpy and gross. So it's basically his big... But he's also been a wrestler for 20-plus
1: years at that point. I have a bone to pick with anyone who doesn't like his Fed run.
0: I love his Fed run, but I'm
1: saying he looks gross. Yeah, but like... Everyone says, "Oh, he put him in the polka dots and whatever." Dusty Rhodes I never should be top that was in, Why no. that
0: was in, uh, in Who gave a fuck? He's in polka dots.
1: This is the well because he's the American. Like, like just what I said. Remember how when I said he like he turned face, but he's like, oh, he's this fat guy. Badass, yeah. yeah he's yeah. this fat guy. He's fun, but he's also a badass. They kind of took away the fact that he was a badass. They stuck him with because another thing is uh, when you're S- in the Dadler? south yeah well when you're in the south uh racism is a thing guys is it so what they do is and you see this even on the dusty roads wwe documentary well they'll talk about how he was white but he could jive talk and it's like just don't say jive talk guys like is yeah. i already feel weird It's <laughs> more comfortable this thing. when you
0: watch the ted turner produced one where they just say could talk like a negro gentleman <laughs> No.
1: No, they don't actually say I it. would love that they said that. Yeah. And it was Ted Turner saying yeah. it himself. Oh,
0: well, let me tell you
1: why I enjoyed... You talk like a black fellow, yeah. too. He talks like one of those shwoogies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do I have to edit that? No. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a black guy. Oh, girl. No, it's, John. It is
0: my personal favorite racial slur.
1: No, oh, no. Please, no. <laughs> no. And he was also because he when he he had a big match against uh, superstar billy graham in new york and he kind of it was a it was a double count out or sorry he uh won via count out and uh and the shmookies <laughs> rioted <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ well he lost to graham in the second match but it was like he came off really strong in both matches like you got the feeling that dusty Rhodes was just better
0: Yeah, they they booked him really really well. He also had a great head for the business and could run rings around a lot of bookers. Some of his booking ideas were fucking amazing. Like All of the stuff with how Flair was protected and the Four Horsemen, all of that was Dusty. Yeah, but the thing... The problem was is Dusty was also wrestling, and that was a mistake. Dusty should have just been booking by that point Yes, just been a wrestler.
1: I agree, but another thing that kind of gets brought up is um, he... Dusty kind of his acceptance like flair was obviously a baby face and like they never he never really went with the fact that the four horsemen as great as it was and everyone loves the four horsemen uh shouldn't really have happened because
0: no they shouldn't have rick flair
1: was a face like he was a face in the carolinas which was where everything was based and where everything like kind of they made most of their money mm. um so you would have a thing where in florida dusty's the baby face but in the Carolinas, they're acting like Dusty's a baby face, but it's Ric Flair.
0: Yeah, it's also because to them, and also when you go into urban markets, you're like, we don't really know this product. Well, that guy who's got the limousine, he probably looks like he's the coolest one.
1: Well, and he's the most fun, and he's kind of like... Oh, and he
0: doesn't have a fucking lisp? He doesn't sound like he's fucking eating his own tongue? Oh, no, I don't mean that Dusty shouldn't have been in the ring. I just think that Dusty... He's not wearing a terrible hat. Dusty's just number two, which he can't accept. He doesn't look like a conductor of a funky train. (laughs) He just can't accept. Listen, baby, I'm Dusty Rhodes, and I'm going to refer to myself in the third person now. Listen to me, baby. Okay, good, baby. Like, fuck. I'm not the biggest Dusty Rhodes fan. I think that he was a great booker, but he also believed his own hype. I think he never got out of his own fucking way. I don't think that he protected enough people, and he didn't do right by the business. He also loved spending someone else's money, which was a big mistake.
1: But that's what this like. That's what it is, though. Like you're going if you're on top. Like we talked about this in previous episodes. Oh, did where, we? Where now, where now you have the the back then the writers were great, and the talent was, was like so, I don't want to so lose great. to that. I don't want to lose to that guy. Not no. The talent was obviously great, but it's just I don't want to lose to that guy is a thing you'll run across a ton. Yeah um whereas back then whereas now they the talent's great and it will go along with whatever but the writers are the ones who just they get too much tv to write so stories are just all muddled and dusty really highlights like he great ideas for the business great writer great performer he's kind of like a brilliant like director actor he's kind of like if you will the clint eastwood of wrestling except for the fact that he couldn't accept that Ric Flair was number one, he's number two, but then you have the other thing of, then who's your top heel creates another whole new set of problems. I would sit here and say maybe like a fucking Tully or something like that. Maybe you get Magnum TAs.
0: Or, I don't know. I'm an idiot. But you here's the problem with that plan. You couldn't put Tully in the number one spot because they'd be like, oh, where's that? plaque that we gave Tully to signify he's the number one contender. Uh, he just sold it to buy Coke. Yeah, he just did rips off of it all <laughs> he night. He just did fucking fat rails off of it, and he's so gacked out he's calling the limo driver a Quibo. <laughs> uh, Magnum TA could have definitely worked And I think that that was sort of also part of it was that they kept losing or getting uh, having their number one or number two guy to go up against Flair get hurt. Like, Magnum TA couldn't figure out how to drive a Lamborghini on a slick road. well that's the other thing about dusty is
1: his answer to how to replace himself is to make himself again so he keeps on being like uh okay well i mean my time in this business is coming to an end i'll make magnum ta the new american dream
0: yeah he'll be the Uh, american notion yeah that didn't work he broke his spine that's fine get me ron simmons he'll be the. He'll be the jive-talking American dream.
1: Or, like, and then Barry Windham. They try and make Barry Windham into Dusty Rhodes. Like, it's throw some this- cowboy boots on him.
0: But that's also that's Vince McMahon's point. Vince McMahon literally just continues to try and make the last thing that made him a shit ton of money. Yeah. Up until Steve Austin, he just tried to make Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Now all he tries to do is make Steve Austin.
1: Yeah, Steve Austin or The Rock. He doesn't know how to.
0: He doesn't even try to make The Rock.
1: Yeah. He just tries to make Steve Austin. I would argue that Roman Reigns, the plight of Roman Reigns, is kind of like the plight of Diesel. Yeah, like, that's exactly where we are, he gets over as a g- bad. He gets over as like a like a badass face, and bruiser get, guy and, with three moves. Yeah,
0: and then they make him into. Well, uh, that's the problem with the Shield in general. Kids. Is that the Shield is awesome if you'd kept them together for another two years. And I'm actually going to loop this back to Dusty Rhodes. Watch me do it. But they broke them up too early because they saw the first glimmerings of big hope in the same way that Dusty Rhodes was a really amazing champion for two territories. So those guys who had a lot of power pushed him to the moves, the moon with the rest of the NWA. But they shied away because he didn't have the skills to do it and get everyone on side with him. And also, it wasn't versatile enough to get everyone on side with him. So he always was playing second fiddle to Flair, especially if you watch their Starcade matches and the build to that. Like, there's three or four Starcade matches and the Great American Bash where it's Flair, Dusty, and it flagged a lot, but to the point that they eventually had to do a thing where Dusty and Flair started trading the belt back and forth over the course of a tour. And then that finally spiked uh, numbers. But that was hotshotting and is so dangerous to do when you're promoting because. You're guaranteeing something that's unreliable and dangerous, which is like the title could change hands literally to any chance. Look, these people are constantly losing and it devalues your title, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, Dusty oddly was kind of like very much of his time and ahead of his time in that you're talking about, oh, he couldn't get guys into the match. He couldn't get people into the match, you know, that type of thing. But who like he's one of the top four best promos in the history of professional wrestling. Is he?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree.
1: So 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 if you think about it like think of a syndicate, like think of Dusty Rhodes in his prime right at the start of syndication. Think of Dusty Rhodes in his prime now, who's better to come out and just do a promo for 6 minutes being like Dusty Talk. Like the Hard Times promo was Dusty was directing that show and booking. So they basically he, he just walked out and did it. Yeah, it,
0: the worst coat. Yeah.
1: The fashion sense of Dusty Rhodes is fucking abhorrent. Well, the weird thing about Dusty, too, is that Dusty wants to kind of like, he kind of wanted to like, what do you call it, keep up with the Joneses as yeah, far as like Flair. No, he's
0: competing with Flair. Him and Flair were literally, but if that's one the thing, of them but bought a new car, the other one would buy a new car. They bought out all the minks in Charlotte one year. But that's the th- but the, here's the thing Neither
1: one of them that makes sense mi- for Ric Flair's character. Yeah, that's Ric Flair's character. Whereas Dusty Rhodes' is like, I'm a man of the people, and then he just arrives in a Cadillac with his hand covered in rings. It's like, You're sending a mixed message, bro.
0: It's also crazy that neither one of them was making a million dollars a year. There were caps, like tops for making two fifty. No. Two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. Ric Flair has never up until he got to the Fed was never making a million dollars a year. That's so fucking sick. In WCW, he was making five hundred thousand dollars a year. That was the whole big dispute between him and Eric Bischoff. I was- mean, we're clearly doing a
1: Ric Flair episode at some point, but like, at that point, like, we have friends who do shitty TV shows that no one watches, and they go into like a uh, clothing store, and they're like, "Hey, do you want twenty thousand people to see your shirt?" And they're like, "Yeah," and then they get the shirt. Yeah. So couldn't you just be like? Every, baby, everyone want to see your shirt. Baby,
0: listen, I'm uh, Jim Dusty Rhodes. You want to oh, have a hot I time. ran
1: over your wife with my Cadillac on the way in, baby. baby so, it's so, okay, so, she's yeah, there. Yeah,
0: sugar, listen. Okay, sugar. All right. So, can you give me a single hand? Okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's, but that's the thing. He's, he
1: could have been absolutely massive in the 90s because
0: he just radiated this. Are we talking about cor- Dusty Rhodes or my cock? Both. Uh <laughs> He
1: radiated this uh, charisma. It's just that the other thing is with Vince McMahon running a company and really with the thing Vince McMahon changed wrestling in the way that people don't recognize a guy like Dusty Rhodes as even a viable champion. Like look at Kevin Owens is doing it right now. Kevin Owens is uh, not even in the ballpark of as out of shape as Dusty Rhodes. He is a fantastic wrestler. Um, it's just that he's kind of a bit fat. Yeah. And he's a great like everything else is a check mark times a ten, but they won't let him be the champ. Because he's like like if this was the if this was the eighties, Kevin Owens would be in trunks. And it'd be great. Also, if you know anything about Kevin Owens, he did – one of a part of his Ring of Honor run was before he left – when he did the El Generico uh, breakup mm-hmm. story, which if you watch one match, it's fucking great. It hit them in the Young Bucks and him turning on Generico and how he does it is fucking amazing. But Kevin Owens used to wear a singlet and then decided it was too tight and he didn't like it. So, <laughs> so now he dresses like me for the gym. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> 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 I'm going to wear these really long, stupid shorts and uh, this t-shirt I found. Good de- good day, sir.
0: Oh, hey, everybody. Good I look like day. everyone from French Canada. My name's Kevin.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm from rural French Canada. Hey, I heard you're Jewish. You're the devil, right? Anyway, <laughs> bye-bye. All right. That's was... a legit quote from uh, Kevin woman. Owens. No, one of my friends did um, a show in rural Quebec. Which ca- one in of Canada. your friends? I always name names. Uh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Some fat dude. Uh, we we yeah. had you know when he just hit it off with somebody it was magical, um, yeah man. We did five shows together and I just started talking about wrestling and I because I looked at his face and I knew,
0: do <laughs> he like wrestling? The <laughs> one, one you, problem is you don't remember this fucking guy's name now. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah whatever. You know there's a lot of people out there they're just peons to me. You know nine yeah, to five. I understand. I,
0: it was very weird. Let's we could also talk about the time earlier this month where you just turned to me and went. We talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about how much talking we do? Oh my God! You like because occasionally Dylan can be like a little sage, and occasionally he can be like Daria in a man's body—just <laughs> 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 a big old fucking bummer. La 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 la
1: la. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I just we talk for when you do a uh, forty-five minutes of talking, and then you do an hour of podcast talking a week, and then re- plus regular talking to people. So much talking. It's just
0: it's, You've never sounded more like a stoner. Everybody shut up. Um, I think what's also interesting to bring up about his Fed run I said Dusty also didn't really have a choice but to go there because he basically got run out of JCP. Got run out of town, yeah. Because he's basically responsible for the bankruptcy in a way that he was running up the bills and all that sort of stuff. And Jim Crockett was just like, you know about business, right? Yeah, baby, shut up. And then <laughs> he's just was like, oh, gotta go. Well, they would fly,
1: because they would fly to the gig, in a private and then jet. fly back. To Charlotte. Yeah. Like, that's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. They would do that. And then Ric Flair, because he's a lunatic, was like, I don't like that you guys leave the after the show. I want to stay in that town and drink, because my wife doesn't live in that town. Yeah. So I'll get my own private jet. That's great. He goes, own private jet. How expensive
1: But once is. again, makes sense for the Ric Flair character as long I it agree. bankrupted the man, blah blah blah. But Dusty, not only financially, morally. But the thing with Dusty is, but the thing, and you can, and it sounds like I'm Dusty. Sh- sh- should on, on a Dusty.
0: potato truck. I agree. No, but wearing a bib. <laughs> but
1: he, baby, are you gonna eat these crawdads? He's one of those people who like could. I would compare it to, like, have you ever talked to someone who's crazy, manipulative, and charismatic to a point you cannot agree with anything they're saying but still like them? Dusty Rhodes is that. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes. Can, I've talked to myself. Dusty Rhodes could be in from. a gold suit, like, that's <laughs> actually made of gold with a hat that's just your mom's head that he just killed and convince you, like, baby, I'm the American
0: dream. You're coming on my side, baby. And then it's just, like you're right dusty <laughs> baby let me tell you baby here's all my money uh, let me tell you who apparently wasn't the biggest dusty Rhodes fan which i think is very funny is michael hayes apparently was always like always stealing my ideas which i love this guy who this guy stole my character somehow before i started wrestling yeah interesting this guy who has somehow a better body than me i'm being michael hayes uh even though i'm much thinner <laughs> than him um he thinks he's going to win the worst hair in the creative team contest? No. I'm going to have a mullet.
1: <laughs> Dusty also uh, very interesting um, where he's a 300-pound
0: man of all fat that never used fat guy moves. It was just the elbows. He so so used elbows, a lot of punches, a lot of hulking up. He did a lot of hulking up. a lot of abdo- In the early days, he loved an abdominal stretch. He <laughs> loved it. Because <laughs> you, know, you, you
1: think of hour-long matches in the NWA, and he also he changes it in this way where he's one of the first champions or like kind of continuing the lineage of guys who like you're not protecting against a shooter with dusty you know like you're not like if someone goes in and has an amateur wrestling uh background enjoy the nwa championship because dusty Rhodes is not going to beat that man up (laughs) he's just gonna get beat the shit out of Mm. So, he's, like, very important it, that he's one of the first guys where they trust, like, oh, this has worked and no one cares anymore.
0: Totally. But, like,
1: as much as, like, Buddy Rogers was kind of the f- one of the first ones. Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. But Dusty could certainly continue that lineage. It's very interesting because it's, it's kind of this handover period. Uh, between like I said territories and syndication it really is right to the end of it but he kind of introduces uh, the idea of that a national champion could be viable because whatever you want to say about the linking between Florida and New York as territories that is coastal. like that's a that's it's not like Ohio and Florida. It's very much like from one end of the country to the other so then people are thinking like well why can't if we have this much range, why can't we just fill in? in between with these two champions. It's also very interesting that... Because it was Vince Sr. who
0: really liked Dusty, correct? Yeah, Vince Wasn't Jr. It? never... Well, I mean, yeah, Vince was just a commentator at that time. He didn't have a lot of interaction with him. I'm just trying to look that up right now, but I don't Isn't think- it
1: bizarre that the Vince that Vince gains control of his dad's company, but like in the way that Eric Bischoff gets control of WCW type of thing? He's just a commentator, and then they're like, hey, this... Com-. Like, when in any other industry... Would you just kinda like be working the cash and then, you know and then uh and then Cafe Nero's like, you know who should cover our uh who should make up our marketing scheme? This cashier I like. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just it's just a very only wrestling
0: thing. I'm trying to see if it says like the Vince McMahon. Alright, you look that words. up,
1: we'll take a break Have and we'll come fight. back after this, all right? I'll come back after you come back.
0: Nice. Let's come on our backs. Hmm. Hello, this is Dylan God and... John Hastings. And sorry to interrupt Dylan Gott. And John Hastings. From talking about wrestling. But right now we need to ask you to rate...
1: Subscribe. And review... The Wrestler Review.
0: On iTunes!
1: It really helps us out. We do this podcast for free. We've been so lazy we haven't even set up one of those PayPal
0: things. Not only that, we won't set up PayPal things because wrestling fans have integrity. And no money. And no money. No
2: fucking Mm -hmm. money.
0: But what we do have is uh, existence on this plane. So please let us know that you're out there. Email us at wrestlerreview at gmail.com. Like us on Twitter, The Wrestler Review. follow us on Instagram.
1: At Wrestler Review on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And um, now back to an episode that's going incredibly well.
1: We're back. Now we're back. <laughs> we're back from break.
0: Um. So uh, Dusty, we were talking about this. Dusty Rhodes as a commentator. Yeah, we were talking about this on what I thought was it recording, but it wasn't for some reason. hmm uh, oh yeah fucking feel your own dick jack it off, jack it off. let me tell you who was a jack off on commentary Dusty Rhodes yes he was Dylan yes he was here's the thing with Dusty Rhodes as a commentator um, bad <laughs> just terrible terrible commentator and he was part of Tony Schiavone Bobby Hayden I like Tony Schiavone you like Tony Schiavone the the internet wrestling community has decided to hate on Tony Schiavone listen you gotta love Tony Schiavone he has six kids and he hasn't murdered any of them Tony Giovanni was great he was just he needed to be motivated
1: and I think he had and this is kind of what I think broadcasting in general is missing and the reason why like it's not broadcasting in general but like I watch UFC and I watch WWE obviously yeah Jim Ross a big thing about Jim Ross was he was an amazing commentator obviously but he had a very distinct voice and Tony Giovanni also had a very distinct voice certainly Dusty has a distinct voice it's just that, like, Dusty's so goddamn lovable, no one ever calls him on how shit he was as a fucking commentator. He
0: nearly he fucking... just ruins matches. Him and Bobby Heenan both basically spoil the fact Hogan is about to turn in, turned out to be the third man in the NWO. If you listen to that? No. If you listen to it... No, no, because, all right, Heenan... all right, he Heenan is, not so much because Heenan goes, well, what is he doing here, which is on point with Heenan's... Yeah, that's
1: on every single fucking thing Bobby Heenan's ever done. Is always like Hulk Hogan, Hogan, he's gonna
0: turn, and everyone's like, "Fuck you." Um, um, but Dusty Rhodes going, what could he be doing here? What could he do be doing here? We didn't know he was here. That th- that th- and you can tell him he's a, b- like literally, you can feel that Tony Giovanni's punching him in the shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. He ruins. He's a ruiner of things. Yeah. Because and like, have you ever, I mean, have you ever watched the, uh, that's all I ever watch. Ooh, uh, when New Japan started doing stuff with WCW, like obviously this is pre- oh, with Sunny Ono,
0: also known as. Well,
1: and it's just like yeah, the it, most
0: yeah, where and oh, where Dusty Rhodes shines in front of like oh, you are from Texas, and some of that stuff is said about people from the South is true. Just like, oh, he says something about Masa Chono, and it's just like. Something about like the lights got in his eyes, and it's like, oh no! no.
1: no. Yeah, Dusty Roads, baby. Not if you gotta get a guy to put over like I think that was when they first started having Tenay and having Mike Tanay and Dusty Roads on the same commentary no, no, team is almost they would almost perfect. They ever be together. Because that would be the greatest thing in the world.
0: Because it would literally, it would be this, It would be two matches, and then Mike Taney would be. He just hit him with the seven eighty plancha kick, and then he was like. Ah, uh, seven eighty that are the amount of cheeseburgers I can eat. Baby. Yeah, 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 And then you just hear. And did know four fifty splashes, a bunch of flips, and he hit him. Yeah. Everything ends with hit him. Baby, <laughs> you gotta.
1: <laughs> you gotta. No, I didn't do it. I didn't do much of goddamn spinny Hit baby him that in that the head. Was the
0: flip that was the flip jack. I love those things. They're so th- salty and yet so delicious. That's
1: what but. I mean. Like you can't have, you can't have a guy be a like. It makes sense to have a manager like Bobby Heenan. Like Bobby Heenan and Dusty Rhodes. I mean, Dusty Rhodes is more charismatic, but he's also more specific, whereas Bobby Heenan, as a manager, your job, obviously, is to highlight the wrestler. So, it makes sense why a manager would be great at being a commentator, because he's highlighting the match. He's drawing interest to the match and highlighting it, whereas you get a guy like Dusty, whose whole thing is put me over. So, obviously, he's going to be worse, because he's not used to highlighting other people, especially when he's a babyface. you know? Yeah. Like it would even make more sense, but how do you say no to the most charismatic, lovable man? I
0: don't think you do, but I think that they people they needed to learn, and they definitely did. Like when they put him in the NWO, and that oh, and literally you could hear the fan reaction of like, "Fuck you!"
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a prequel to not prequel, but it's like kind of like a weirdly like almost an
0: Austin. Yeah, it is a beginning of the Austin. Like no, no, not looking for that no yeah, the austin the no. austin heel
1: turn where everyone's like why so so the last like three years of wrestling we watched were for nothing
0: yeah there's no oh yeah well the dusty thing didn't make any sense they didn't even use him in the nwo he just came out a couple of times louis piccoli louis piccoli died of pills and they were like "Eep." so they tried to get louis piccoli over essentially yeah basically uh he then left wcw and where did he go
1: did he? What? Did he go to TNA? No.
0: No, he went somewhere. It's hilarious that people forget that he did this. Oh, he went to ECW and wrestled Carino. Briefly went to
1: ECW and wrestled Steve Carino. That's where I. Re- but that is some great fucking work.
0: Well, when he wrestled Steve Carino? Yeah. I don't remember the match. It was fucking fantastic because
1: uh, Steve Carino basically is like, I'm the king of old school. And he would yeah. do the. Well, Mick Foley had done this gimmick previously, but uh, he would like grab a chair but then sit on it and do a headlock. Yeah. And then he would yell, like, more leverage for my headlock. That's what I'm using the chair for. And people would boo. Um, and then Dusty Rhodes came out, and he was like, I'm old school, uh, but I'm also hardcore. And they would just do, like, fucking crazy bull rope matches and shit. Like, southern style, wonderful wrestling.
0: I fucking – I do like Dusty Rhodes. I'm not
1: because they, he would only do – they would only do the, the classic, like – my, fuck, my buddy snake would always talk about this but it's it's a goddamn uh wait a minute you have a buddy named snake Yeah, from west virginia he would talk about this is uh, it's a it's st- like one time sean michaels won a street fight and i was like why the fuck is he wearing jeans and snake went up and he was like because a goddamn street fight that's how you wrestle it's a bunkhouse brawl <laughs> he started like screaming like how yep. happy he was that was like because that's how you goddamn wrestle for rest for a street fight you wear a sleeveless shirt that's a button-up tucked into your oh, goddamn jeans I was about and, to. A, and knee pads over your goddamn jeans with cowboy boots, boots because you need to be mobile, not at all.
0: Yeah, you need to be able to like hit people at the bottom of a smooth, flat yeah. surface. You
1: need to get hit in the head and still be worrying about how your ankles hurt because there's no – it's just you're walking on cement. It's fucking You're walking crazy. on uh, man high heels. Let's call it what it is. Cowboy boots are high heels for men. When do you think
0: uh, Dusty Rhodes stopped uh, wrestling? What year do you think it is? 2008. 2006.
1: Yeah, because he was in TNA, too, where he wrestled a bit.
0: stopped wrestling in 2006. His final match was Southern Championship Wrestling um, over Steve Carino in a bull rope match. Yeah, Steve Carino worked with Dusty. And Steve and Carino
1: always talk about this, about how amazing uh, Dusty was for his career. Like, he like if you don't fucking get ECW, got Dusty Rhodes. Of course they got Dusty Rhodes. I love ECW. Uh,
0: it's fucking and also when they got him, they got him towards the end. Yeah, what are you pointing at? Can out? you repeat that again? He got he. They got Dusty Rhodes at the very end, not in like the Cactus Jack ECW. Glory no, they got game. him at like ninety nine, like DC.
1: The second ECW video game. Yes, there is a second one. They have Dusty Rhodes as a playable character. There is
0: two ECW video mm-hmm. video games, mm-hmm. but the first one was so bad.
1: Yeah, they used the same engine as the shitty WWF PlayStation games, where it was like, I want to do a headlock, left, right, up, left, A, and then they do a headlock, and then the guy's done. You always had to you always had to go to the menu screen to get the moves. It was the fucking worst.
0: God, I fucking, when they, oh, that fucking, NW, the of NWA, World Tour, and then Revenge, and then, so good, and then they switched to
1: WWF, and that was the real end. Or WWF or No Mercy. Thank when WWF just got all those game license for T, th- like got the THQ. Uh, THQ was fucking sick, wicked, nasty. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But Dusty, let's talk about, uh, about, about some of the weird stuff. Because all right, the good stuff's very straight ahead, and I'm sure b- this will be repeated for best and worst. But. Top five promo of all time. No, I got you my, can my, best and, my best and worst are out of fucking You control. can reorganize them, but top five promo of all time. Uh, much like Hulk Hogan, very charismatic worker. Maybe not the best, but he keeps you in the match, which is the whole fucking point of a match. Is it? Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Um. I think his look works for him because he's so outside of what like he's the guy you remember out of the
0: I see your point I don't necessarily agree because it always dragged me out of it a little bit I also my first memories of Dusty Rhodes are um, the, his first Fed run and him against like him against Macho Man where it's like I don't see him being a viable opponent for the macho for the macho man. Yeah, but that's you like you just have
1: to kinda retrain people.
0: I know, I'm just I'm just letting you know how I feel about it, all right? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Can I have my fucking opinion? But he was also like not kinda fat, he was really fat, so in a oh. way it's like Yeah, he's like your dad's weird friend fat. <laughs> like you, like, you know when you discover you're like, oh, my dad. And my oh, and they, a- when you hear about a guy who's had four divorces and you're like, four women have had sex with yeah. that guy? <laughs> At least. That's insane. He's the kind of fat that when you hear he cheated on his wife, you're like, I, like, I guess that's a thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might happen. Like, I
1: guess you could cheat on your wife. But Dusty is, uh, so those are the, the good things. The weird things about him, like, where, who was it? Who was dating Baby Doll? Who was like an opening worker? There's some guy who was dating Baby Doll. Because didn't Dusty fuck Baby Doll? No, but that was the thing where like I, this is this is now this is an interview I listened to. So consider that I don't have a name source, but it was like if you have like a valet at that time, it wasn't like open. Like it wasn't. It was very much like this barbaric mentality where it's like oh no you're an opening guy you can't date one of the valets she's reserved for like the upper class guys like top
0: shelf trim
1: yeah exactly so it's like no we get this object you know Mm -hmm. i'm trying to look up and they basically stopped this dude's push because he was in love with a lady (laughs) very much like Like a shitty love story. Like, no, we get to fuck her. Was it Sam Houston? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly who it was. Sam Houston.
0: They stopped Sam Houston's push, but he looks so good in those fucking cut-off jeans.
1: I mean, Sam Houston might never have been anything. We have no idea. Maybe he was great. I mean... I'm going to throw this out there. Probably that could be a Sam Houston episode of the show. I'm going to throw that out there. There will, but, be, I mean, Dusty there will s- be
0: two different
1: Rockin' Robin episodes. <laughs> <And the reason laughs> but you see, but Sam Houston, you see these is, things where it's s- like, Dusty, oh, that's my nice uncle. I hope he wins this fight on TV. But then you hear about the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you're like, well, maybe he's a monster.
0: Yeah, the fact that he lied to Ric Flair about who was buying, uh, the, uh, buying uh, JCP. Because he knew that Ric Flair would get millions upon millions of dollars, and he didn't yeah. like Rick at the time. They were having a big. They were having problems, which is crazy because Ric Flair starts out wanting to beat Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, he d- he asked that his first uh, in ring name be Rick Rhodes. Yeah, Rambling Rick Rhodes. and they were like, No, we're gonna call you Ric Flair because that's actually your name, and that's fucking crazy. And he's like, yeah. I guess. And they're like, Also, stop eating and slim down. <laughs> you look terrible
1: just puffy It just looks so puffy
0: oh, early fucking photos of rick flair he looks like he was stung by so
1: many bees <laughs> but that's the thing about him dusty in the 70s where it's like superstar billy graham definitely has the look that vince wants but dusty Rhodes is still talking circles around superstar who's like fantastic on the mic it's just like you get guys two guys who are so similar where it's like dusty when you listen to superstar billy graham talk you kind of hear the muhammad ali influence but when you listen to Dusty talk, it's just like it's one of those things. It's like Austin. It's like The Rock. It's just completely original.
0: Yeah, I can't get over the I can't get over the lisp, and also just his. I just there's something about Destiny I I don't find genuine. That I think that really you ignore. I don't find that like everyone talks about the. <laughs> oh no!
1: <coughs> yeah, cough into the mic, into the mic, cough. I like making your got editing. so go. many fluids on it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no, John's got it in his asshole. He's now he's crying. <laughs> he's, John's crying again. He cries all the time. He's a fucking pussy. He's a fucking bitch pussy. Dusty's um, not genuine. No, yeah, I find him genuine. Don't
0: disagree with me. I'm crying. <laughs> That's not a good impression to me. Stop it. Why don't you find him genuine? Uh, I don't like. I don't like the hard. Everyone talks about the hard times for him being awesome. I don't think it's that great. It's amazing. I it's don't know. Fine. It's really Have it, you watched him, it recently? He, he takes he takes everyone in. He does, but it just fucking smacks of just like and the it's look at it goes back to what we were saying before the break. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, he always looks ridiculous. But it's like but you're supposed to be the working man and you're in a fucking fur coat. you got a but Enough. he,
1: but at that point, like you can't ignore, like he's been the champion several times. So I guess my the point he would make, and I guess it's a valid one, is like, oh, is it? You can't be
0: like, why don't you fuck him? You then?
1: have to have like layers to your character too. Oh. Like I'm the working man that made it, you know. So now I have fucking I've done with kings and kings and queen has spent a dollar on bourbon beans. Like it's just great. And he also has the gift of, like, anything he says sounds great, and then you think about what he said, and you're like, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense They can't pay their wages. Like, he keeps saying they can't pay their wages. Like, that makes no sense. But you're just like, cool, keep talking, Dusty. Yeah, whatever (laughs) you
0: say, buddy. Yeah, they can't pay their wages. It's not a big deal, baby. Okay, baby. Um,
1: Yeah, but we can talk about Dusty the Booker. We can talk about the Dusty
0: Finish which he was
1: like, oh, great idea, and then he did it every single day. We'll do
0: the Dusty finish, then we'll do best worst. Let's also just say, one thing I will love about Dusty, amazing impact on the future. He is definitely, he was the big sort of proponent and the big guy who was running NXT right up until his death, and you can really see that in some of all the best stuff he was good at, and how they booked that territory in terms of engrossing the fans. Very simple ways of debuting, guys. All of the conflicts are very simple of like, I want the belt, I don't like you. I want to fuck your girlfriend. Yeah, like, really simple, easy things for the fans to enjoy. That, that I love Dusty for. The Dusty he's like finish. anybody. He needs an editor.
1: Yeah, you can't have you can't have a guy who used to be. You can't have this weird mix of like. I think we talked about this on a uh, on two weeks ago, but you talked about Hogan and how he cares so much that he wins at this fake thing. Yeah. You can't have this weird mix of, like, guy. he's from the area where people think it's a shoot, so he's going to want to still be strong mm-hmm. well past the time, like, in real, actual sports, let alone fighting, when a guy would be effective. When it's, like, if a guy has, like, an eight-year run in fighting, people are like, how the fuck does this guy do it? Your body should just break down. That's why Muhammad Ali was so great, because he had... He'd fought top level competition for like 15 years, which is just absolutely fucking unheard of. Yeah,
0: and he was doing Olympic competition and he had a fat dick.
1: Exactly. So you get a guy like that and then you switch from the creative side. He might have some great ideas, but there's still this need in him to win the big match. Which you. He stopped. There's a reason a guy stops wrestling in 2006 when he started in 1968. Like, it's because he still wants to be out there he still wants to perform for the crowd but he doesn't want to be any there's no way in a scripted thing that he can't talk his way in or influence people into being like you know i i I don't i just don't understand how many new wrestlers like if i I don't know how you even use the analogy but like an old comedian was like who you really looked up to was like and you were doing a theater show was like hey can i go on after you You'd probably be like, "Yeah, sure." Not mm-hmm. thinking about it. Yeah, and that's probably what a lot of wrestlers did, where it's like, "How about how about the American Dream just goes over, baby?" And you're like, "Yeah, for sure." I hey, baby, I, I love you. I know
0: I understand your up, but uh, man, the American Dream—that th- would be amazing if <laughs> the end
1: of the streak, Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> drop that fucking biotic elbow. You know that th- he
0: definitely pitched <laughs> that if you do- Vince, baby, listen. Here's what we're gonna do: WrestleMania 25, American Dream wins. <laughs> But American Dream over edge. No honestly, here, <laughs> but
1: honestly, I think, I think Vince is kind of like love. Like I think Vince h- kind of has to accept it because everyone else likes Dusty so much. He just kind of has to accept that he's great. He does, but he, but, it, but but there's but he does so it. many little jabs but he gives. Like we talked about the Virgil thing, Gold Dust, um, even Stardust, Cody, Cody Rhodes.
0: Co- yeah. Cody Rhodes left the company as of this recording. Because Vince McMahon, he was like, could I go back to being Cody Rhodes? My dad just died. Get some fucking heat on the old boy. And he was like, no, let's pretend you're from space.
1: Yeah, the da- like dashing Cody Rhodes was so great, too. And I feel like Cody kind of got the short end of the stick where it's like Ted DiBiase Jr., just frankly, he was great. He could have been great, but he just, I feel like, didn't want to be a wrestler that much.
0: No, he didn't really care. He- yeah, it,
1: but whereas Cody Rhodes... Very much wants to be a wrestler. He's a very good wrestler. Um, they've had opportunities with him multiple times. Here's what I say, it's just he, Cody. they've always misused him, and they did that with with Dustin too. Like Dustin Goldust is fucking great, and he always has been fucking great. But there just seems and to be so this talking
0: about people with longevity. The Goldust debut. Goldust's WrestleMania debut was twelve.
1: Yeah, yeah, over twenty years ago, right?
0: And he's still fucking going. And he looks better than he ever has. He's always been a great worker. It's just once you once he
1: was Goldust, and once people knew he was Goldust, you're completely pigeonholed as like, forget the character, just being the like character Creep, in dude. The, no, but in the '90s, who was like, he's gay and that's bad. That was his heel character at first. Oh, I know exactly what Goldust was. Yeah, exactly. Razor Ramon doesn't like gay people. Like, I remember that was like, you know, (laughs) he beat Razor Like all of us. Yeah, exactly. Like, we and you don't like it. Like, during the fucking Roddy Piper Goldust match, there's a chant of faggot, audibly. Yeah. It's It's a faggot. Like, (laughs) it's disgusting. Disgusting, uh, disgusting stuff. And I feel best like
0: thing about Dusty Rhodes because I got to go catch a train.
1: Promos.
0: His promos, very Do charismatic. Do we actually have to catch a train? No, oh, we actually have some time. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, best thing about Dusty Rhodes
1: is his, uh, is his promos, very clearly. His, char- his charisma. He uh, one that. of the top five guys ever in the business, as far as that. Like, he could just talk circles around everybody in a unique way. There hasn't been a guy like him before or after uh, that could even touch him as far as that like and also like he doesn't it's very 80s style like it's not it's promoting the match it's saying why you're mad at somebody like if he gets up against the rock in his prime i'm sure the rock calls him a
0: fat piece of shit or something like that Yeah, but, yeah listen well uh, you might i might be fat but half of you would not be welcome in the town of <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Dusty just goes racism, (laughs) digs his heels in deep, just right in there. All right, uh, what's your best thing about Dusty Rhodes? Finishing maneuver.
0: Fantastic.
1: Elbow drop?
0: For his body, his look, great move, comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And when he is young, the way he delivers it is so fucking, like, because he rips the, the elbow, like, twists it up like he'll do it really quickly and you'll see him like jab it and he do it standing it the elbows were great like it it's the uh it's so
1: fun to watch him man it's really it's really well emulated the the like fist roll he yeah. does and the elbow is like so fun and that's one of the one of the best thing about Dusty is he's so fun to watch like so fun yeah and that's the thing that i think kind of affected him later in his career where it's like vince comes in and yeah you want dusty roads to almost be like an under, it sounds weird but like an undertaker character where he's like he never has the belt but you always keep him strong because you stick dusty roads out there and it's a great co-made event because the audience is super happy and pumped mm. and even you can have a heel go over and they're like well at least we got to have a fun dusty match like he could never he could you could never talk about it and he could be He's in the New Jack Undertaker thing where it's like you always keep him strong because it's super fun to watch him. And he's a super fun, great character. And he does, Oddly uh, enough, I think New Jack is like Dusty Rhodes where it's like super fun.
0: And that they both almost murdered people in the ring. <laughs> and that they both love Sprite. <laughs> they probably do. But And that they both done bumps. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Dusty's done a couple boo-poos. Oh, Dusty, if the walls of his hotel rooms in the 1980s could talk, they would say, how is this man doing so much Billy Whiz and yet so fat? <laughs> He's like, it, he, fucking, he he fucking did it before
1: Canison, baby. You gotta be fat coquette. What's your worst thing about Dusty Rhodes?
0: The time at WrestleMania 6 where he danced with Sweet Sapphire and Miss Elizabeth. It's so terrible. That's because Vince was like, hey, fatty dance. <laughs> I, there's a part of me that thinks that was his idea. There's just a part of me that I was like, I think Dusty went like, "Baby, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna play my theme song, and I'm gonna dance with these two hot ladies." <laughs> and he, because he moves, and he's smiling, and he's just like, "Yeah, we're back. Yeah, Dusty. Yeah, of course, because he's a super fun character." Can you, instead of a promo, right now, be playing the uh, American Dream song underneath while we're talking about the sure. worst stuff? I. It's one of the best songs ever. We're, don't listen to the lyrics, whatever you do. I'm just going to stop talking right now. Just listen to this segment of the lyric. It's so repetitive. (laughs) He's (laughs)
2: just a common man.
0: Yeah, see? Just a common man. You're really trusting my timing with editing. Working for another... I'm not trusting... (laughs) There are no lyrics in that song that don't repeat. He's just the common man. Working for another man. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, that was the other thing. They had all these we Dusty
1: Rhodes introductory promos when he first entered the Fed. That oh, were, were like
0: plunging a toilet? Yeah, okay. or like... That's more disrespectful in the polka dot trunks than anything. <laughs> I'm the American Dream. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to touch someone th- 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 Shoveling shit? Yeah.
1: No, he also shoveled like a horse's shit. Yeah, he, sh- hum- he was like, right there, American made. And then just smiles towards the camera. Oh, just awful. Uh, worst thing about Dusty Rhodes, I would have to say, uh, his the pow- the pow- the power he was given because of how good he was in the ring. Like for all the things you want to say about Hogan, uh, Hogan. At the end of the day, he was focus was always in ring. Like he never tried to write. He wanted creative control, and he wanted control of the Hulk Hogan character. Yeah, but and he how didn't he give was a presented. Fuck with anyone else? Yeah, exactly. Whereas Dusty Rhodes, like, instead of doing like I'm gonna do movies. like, it, how much better would Dusty have been if he was just like I'm gonna try and do movies? Like he would have. It would have been bad. Oh, it would have been. <laughs> like it would have been oh, bad. No, but it would have been better because he. When he gets back, he has good booking ideas, but then insane ones.
0: It would have been and so then, bad and yet kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, but like he he does he has great ideas, but then some just fucking awful ones. But like I said, no editor. And then they just stick them on commentary because they're like, okay, Dusty, you're not. But well, we still want to use you on camera. you Dusty fucking Rhodes. Yeah. So like how really much better would have been if Dusty Rhodes was just like the fucking commissioner or something like that?
0: I agree. I don't know why they didn't do that. No, they needed J.J. Dillon to do it. Fucking J.J. Dillon, but that
1: was a good era, and I wish there was commercials like that, just guys who would show up sometimes and be like, I'm a commissioner, I'm
0: boring as fuck. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why it needs to be every week. It needs to be like Jack Tunney who would show up very occasionally. And then you're like, oh shit. Yeah, shit just got fucking real big. Yeah, because Jack
1: Tunney just really... He was a fucking commissioner of a sports league. Like
0: you look at, he wasn't. He was a drunk man who lived in Toronto. No, but I mean, like he wrestling family, (laughs) and it was part of his deal for them to buy out the Toronto territory was that he got to be the on screen commissioner. That's great. And there's apparently big rumors that like part of it was also like he had it built into his deal that they promoted whenever they came to Toronto, or I think Ontario, but I know specifically in Toronto, and they got the money first, and like everyone in the new generation era apparently talked about how like they were like. Our payoffs were so shit when we go to Toronto, but like we'd sell out, but then they'd be like, "Ah, uh, yeah, promotion." And Vince, like Vince, openly was just like, "These fucking guys are stealing from us. It's obvious they have fucking like a new, like eight new Cadillacs." Like there's,
1: yeah, but I just mean Jack Tunney really delivered. Like, you look at like,
0: Name made your cocks out. I got gotcha. you, Adam
1: Silver. You look at Gary Bettman. You look at those guys who are commissioners and how boring they are, oh. and just like. Jack Tunney was like, you could see he was a drunk, but you could also see he was like, this guy just takes no shit. Yeah. Suspended. Suspended and fired,
0: and, and uh, the cops are here. and uh, If Mr. Roberts brings a snake to the ring, he will be immediately suspended from the World Wrestling Federation. Always at a desk. Always at a desk. Never. I don't think he ever appeared in the ring.
1: No, never would. Never would do that. He'd be around those disgusting wrestlers.
0: I would love to see Mr. Ben. Dr- remember, Jack, you're me, so remember...
2: <laughs>
0: uh, i don't know what you're talking about you know your daughter she's 17 <laughs> oh jesus christ i haven't fucked her <laughs> by what? she's gonna be fresh <laughs> so open her up like a can of pepsi you ever have a nice sandwich and a good sandwich bag jack <laughs> that's <laughs> what our pussy's gonna be
1: <laughs> disgusting that's me that was that was from me from liverpool all right, well, uh, that's Dusty Rhodes, everybody. Uh, Is this the end of Jiggly July? Yes. Oh, we We're wa- going into... We wave goodbye. Asshole August. Is what? that another... That's another alliteration. We won't stop with the
0: alliterations. Can't stop. Won't stop. Bad boy for life. Hey, everybody. Dylan and I are at the Inber Fringe Ray next starting next week. Come and see all of our shows. We'll be doing some wrestling-themed ones with Cole Cabana and Brendan Burns. We'll also be doing non-wrestling shows, and uh, come see those. Or else, or else, Dylan and I are gonna show you. We don't have big dicks, but we shoot fat loads. <sighs> I don't have a dick. I just have
1: cum. I carry around. <laughs> oh, fucking God. It's it's sleight of hand.
0: <laughs> You're like the pendulette of sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, oh,
2: God, is it real? <laughs>
1: A yell God isn't real when I enter a woman with my fake peenie. All right. I love you all. Uh, we're all boyfriends and girlfriends now. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: America, cream.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you all know that Dusty Rhodes has been injured. Well, we want to welcome back tonight Dusty Rhodes for his first interview since his injury. Here is the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty, your fans, welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, The American Dream, while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the wrestling fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, The American Dream, with that weight... Got what I wanted, Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. took your place daddy that's hard time that's hard time and rick flair you put hard times on this country by taking dusty roads out that's hard time and we all had hard times together i admit i don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look my belly's just a little big my hand is just a little big but brother i am bad and they know i'm bad and there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other was right here. Major Boy, Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm gonna reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world. Now, reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes Tour 885 and Ric Flair Nature Boy. Let me leave you with this. One way. To hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm going to take it. I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy, I'm going to take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, because I came back for you, for that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity. To see a real wolf champion, and I'm proud of you. And thank God I have you, and I love you. Love you, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes fans.